there, I'm Chikai, and welcome to Annyeong Chikai! Para sa ating kauna-unahang episode, after pinag-iisipan ko, ano ba talaga ang una kong isi-share sa inyo? Kasi ang daming mga gusto akong i-touch sa mundo ng... Uh, K-pop, K-drama, and K-beauty. And ang dami, as in ang dami kong linis na. And for me personally, no, um, speaking as a radio presenter at the same time, as a listener, I know for a fact that may audience yung bawat topic na ito. So, sobra ang hirap pumili ng unang pag-uusapan. But then, nitong isang araw, nitong nakaraang araw rather, nung, if I'm not mistaken, was that October 14? Teka, to double check ko lang ha, kasi medyo matanda na lola ninyo. Yes, it was October 14 when I received a notification kung saan nag-notify itong si Netflix dahil naka-up na po ang documentary ng Blackpink. Yan ang Blackpink Light Up. Siyempre ang lola ninyo, di ba? Nag-iisip ako ng mga time na yon kung ano ba yung aking iti-checka sa inyo sa first episode. So I realized, Why not watch this? Baka naman, this is something interesting. Baka this is something na worth episode one of my podcast. It's a make or break thing for me. So, I, I watched though. I watched. Well, as you can hear from the tone of my voice, malalaman nyo na, ah, hindi kaya siya blink? Okay, when you say blink, ito po yung mga tawag sa fans ng Blackpink. Well, if I gotta be honest with you guys, no, um, hindi ako talagang fan, as in like, fan na fan ng mga girl groups, okay? I'm not a type of K-pop fan na talagang nag-cheer ako and nagsusupport ng girl group all the way. Though I'm not saying na wala akong mga nagugustuhan songs coming from girl groups. Meron naman, mga, mga, mga iilan. Pero hindi ako yung tipong bibili ako ng mga light stick nila, bibili ako ng mga merch nila. Hindi ako ganun. May mga na-appreciate akong tao, may mga na-appreciate akong kanta. So that's the type of of a K-pop fan ako. Kumbaga, more on boys. Yan yung mga gusto ko. Yan yung mga gusto ko pinapanood sa mga concert. <laughs> Aminin na natin, no? So, anyway, so, I know, marami din sa inyo ang katulad ko na if you're a female, medyo nahuhumaling ka sa mga boy bands. So, yun. But, 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 if I am forced to share to you guys yung girl group na talaga namang personally ha, for me is somehow tumatak sa isipan at sa puso ko. I'd say it would be to anyone of YG Entertainment. So, eh, 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 to anyone, oh, alam mo yon. <laughs> Kung OG K-pop fan ka, definitely you know to anyone. And yan na yung sina CL, sina Amboma, si Dara, at si Minzy. And if you're from the Philippines, definitely you know who Dara is. It's Sandara Park. Kaya nga siguro, iba ang impact ng 21 sa Pilipinas dahil nga may isang member doon na pusong Pinoy and that is Dara. So, kung meron man talagang, I'd say na talagang na-enjoy ko yung music, most of their music, that would be 21. Pero, ayoko naman din magpaka-plastic sa inyo na, ah, fun na fun ako, blackjack ako. I don't wanna say that because I appreciate their music. But there are some songs na parang, it did get me, parang ganun. Tama ba? Parang, hindi lang ako na-hit. So, I wouldn't say na I am a, 
a, a fan all the way. But I cried. I laughed sa kanilang uh, mga, ano, mga shows, sa kanilang mga songs. And I remember nung uh, ano nila, farewell song nila. What was the title again? Goodbye ba yun? <laughs> Alam mo sa sobrang tanda ko, nakakalimutan ko na. So, yung last song nila, yes, that's goodbye. Um, this was the last song na kinanta ng To Anyone Minus Mimzy and makikita nila yung mga images ni Mimzy. I really cried that day. At talaga namang, uh, ano, parang okay. May panibagong banda na naman ang nag-disband. So, yun. Yun lang. So, I'd say talaga naman na sila lang siguro yung girl group na talaga namang na-enjoy ko siguro more than five of their songs. Yan. Yun yung ano natin, ang basihan. Basta na-enjoy ko more than five of their songs, eh talagang, fuck, gusto ko yan. So, well, as you can see, kung maririnig ninyo ako and the more you get to listen to this podcast or maybe the more you get to know me, malalaman nyo rin na somehow, okay, hindi ko maitatago ang pagiging YG stand ko. Okay, kasi totoo naman po yun. Dahil nga, isa nga po ako sa mga masasabi nating matatanda ng fangirl. Eh, kadalasan kasi sa era namin, SM and YG, yan yung mga kalakasan. And for me, talaga namang iba. Iba for me yung mga YG artists. So, yeah, that, that is something that, that I'm going to share with you guys in the future. At dahil na-mention na natin ang YG, saan nga ba nanggaling itong Blackpink? O, di ba? Ang Blackpink nga po, na binubuo ng mga members na si Jenny, Jisoo, Rose, Rose, and Lisa, ay galing nga po sa YG Entertainment. So, after nga ng 7 years since nag-debut itong 21, nagkaroon nga ng panibagong girl group ang YG. And to be honest, I got excited that time. At naging curious ako on what they can offer sa market. Kasi syempre sa YG, halos lahat lalaki. So, from Big Bang, um, nandyan ang winner icon. So, I'm so excited na finally magkakaroon ng girl group. Kasi that was to anyone lang for seven years. And finally, ito na. May mga bagong babae na. So, I was expecting by the time na it's the same girls from that video na nalik sa YouTube na nakalagay future to anyone. I don't know if you've seen that. Parang iba pala itong mga babae yun. So, iba. Iba itong Blackpink. Dahil nga nang galing sila sa YG Entertainment, personally, ang expectation ko is sobrang taas. As in, ay, iba to. Dahil si Papa YG ang nag-release. So, I know na siguro putting myself, myself, and dami. <laughs> I know putting myself in their own shoes, itong mga me- member na magde-debut or debut, iba ang pressure. Iba ang pressure. Kasi iba ang, ano ba, ang standing ng YG, especially ng time na sila yung debut So, nag-debut sila taong 2016 and the rest are history. I remember nung nag-release sila ng kanilang um, single na Whistle. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, that's their debut song. Naging ano ka siya? Um, ring, ring tune. Ring tune? <laughs> ring tone. <laughs> Naging ring tone ko siya for, uh, sabi natin, for a few months. Mga six months at least. Oh, diba? Kasi ganun ako eh. Minsan, yung aking ring tone is maabot na ng mga dalawang taon. Yung pa rin yun. <laughs> Hindi ako nagbabago. So, for a for a couple of months, six months at least, is naging, 
ano siya, part siya ng aking cellphone, niyang Brazil. And I really enjoyed it a lot. And doon na, um, pumasok yung fire, mga bumbaya, ayan. Then, parang, hindi kasi sila, ano eh, hindi sila masyadong nagre-release as often as compared sa ibang mga artists. So, that is something that you have to understand with YG Entertainment. So, lahat ng mga artists nila, Okay, hindi sila yung tipo ng mga artists na every every quarter we have a new song, we have a new album. Every year we have an album. Sometimes, ano eh, merong thrill sa waiting na minsan hakakabanas na. Aminin nyo yan kung fan ka ng, ano, ng mga YG artists. Hakakabanas na mag-antay. Ba't hindi pa nililililis? Ilabas sila sa dungeon. Umaabot sa mga point na ganun. So, with Blackpink, kahit sabihin natin nag-debut sila ng 2016, it was only this year na they have released a full album. So, lahat is yung mga mini albums lang. Yung mga ilang kanta lang. Sabi natin, four, five, ganyan. So, eto na talaga sila. This year lang talaga sila nakapag-release ng full album. And people question. A lot of fans were asking, bakit ngayon lang? But they're happy, ah. They're happy that they finally released a full album. But prior to that, they keep on asking, but ayaw nila mag-release. Why? What happened? So, eto na. With the documentary release sa Netflix na Blackpink Light Up, mas na-humanize itong uh, mga members ng Blackpink. At the same time, nag- ako personally, nagkaroon ako ng understanding kung bakit ngayon lang nagkaroon ng full album. Let's talk about the things that personally I enjoyed okay, when I watched the documentary. Una sa lahat, <laughs> bukod sa Blackpink, bukod nga pa sa mga miyembro, kinabigla ko po na ang galing pala mag-English ni Teddy. <laughs> si Teddy po yung producer ha, ng uh, mga kanta ng Blackpink. Ang galing pala niya mag-English at nagtataka ko, bakit siya nakamask? COVID, kuya, COVID? <laughs> pero hindi, pero biro, as in talagang, okay, this is how he talks and this is how he works. Kasi, this is the first time that I saw him on an interview na mahaba ang shinere niya. At the same time, this is the first time that I saw him na, na nag-share ng kanyang uh, mga thoughts about the girls in English. So, nakaka-amaze. Aminin natin, nakaka-amaze yung makarinig ng mga Koreans na very fluent with the language. So, it's a plus point for me. So, anyway, yun. I just want to put that out na na-amaze ako kay Teddy na magaling siyang mag-English. So, ito na. Yung mga bagay na na-enjoy ko sa docu. First, I love na each individual have their own story to share. And, etong story na ito made me realize na, ah, tapo lang din pala sila. Despite all the kasigatan, despite all the glitters and glamours na talaga namang nakikita natin sa kanila, is, they're just simple human beings. They are girls, They try their best na ma-achieve yung kanilang mga dreams and all. So, they're just like us. Oh, taray. Pang-blackpink na rin. Pero they're just like us. They're human beings. Sabi ko nga, no, paulit-ulit, na-humanize ang blackpink because of this documentary. Starting off with Jenny. So, siya nga po ang leader ng grupo. Ito nga si Jenny, if I'm not mistaken, she was the one na talagang mas matagal ang naging training sa so YG before the debut. So, six? Six years? Was that six years? Or seven years? So, isa siya sa, siya yung pinakamatagal among the girls. 
So, dumating sa point na when she was in New Zealand, she wanted to study sa US. So, lumipad siya sa US, um, chinek yung mga schools and everything, and ready na siya. Ready na talaga siya to fly. So, she went back to New Zealand, packed her things, and then she realized na, wait, ayoko pala mag-move doon. Gusto ko pala maging singer. Out of nowhere, bigla yung gusto niya maging singer. So, eto kasing YG, they conduct international audition. So, she auditioned and got in. And sabi nga niya, from then, from then daw, gusto daw niya na mag-catch up kasi ang gagaling daw ng mga ibang tao. And one thing that sa tingin ko personally, for me, nung nakita ko si Jenny sa mga interviews, sa mga, ano, mga shows, ganyan, I, I find her a perfectionist. And, apparently, totoo pala. Isa nga pala siya perfectionist. Yun ang sabi ni Papa Teddy. So, okay. At least something na na-confirm ko sa aking mga iniisip. Okay, another member is Lisa. Lisa is from Thailand. At isa nga po siya sa mga, ano yun natin, may pinakamalaking fan. Fan. Fan population. Hindi <laughs> ko alam ko yung fan girl or fan boy. Pero marami siyang fans. And if you're not mistaken, isa siya sa mga unang member ng Blackpink na talaga namang umusad ng bongga-bongga ang following sa Instagram. I'm not sure if she's still the one with the highest following sa kanilang apat. But definitely, she was the first who hit 10 million because it was on the loose. So, correct me if I'm wrong, no? So, si Lisa, apparently, um siya ay nahuhumaling sa mga vintage items. At talagang hindi ko kinaya na talaga namang nagaano siya. Talagang nag-shop talaga siya ng mga ganyan. Despite na medyo may mahalaking halagang katumbas ang palumang-palumang mga bagay. So, she enjoyed it a lot. And I know, no, mahilig din siya sa mga pictures. So, sa pamilya pala nila ni Lisa, mahilig pala talaga mag-perform ang mga titas-titas niya. So, doon siya na-expose na nag-start siya munang mag-perform-perform um, sa piano, then sumayaw, eventually kumanta. So, nakitaan talaga siya ng galing. So, when she went back for the very first time sa Thailand after ng kanyang debut, grabe, as in, to be honest, naluha ko sa part yung pag-akit niya sa escalator, ba? Tapos nakita mga fans cheering for her, screaming the name Lisa. Naiyak ako because you can see in her face na na-overwhelm siya at hindi niya inaakala na ganun kalaki ang suporta. Because that was the first time that she went back to Thailand after the debut. And who would have thought na ang, ang popularity niya magiging ganun, lalo na sa kanyang home country. Which is, in Thailand pala, by the way, ha, K-pop is really big. I tried attending a concert sa Thailand at talagang iba! Iba ang mga Thai fans. I'm just saying, iba ang mga Thai fans. At the same time, iba rin ang levels ng mga Pinoy fans. So, that's a different story though. Gusto ko lang i-share sa inyo because we're talking about Lisa. So, yeah. Sobrang iba. Iba yung appreciation sa kanya ng mga tao. And, parang na-feel din niya na kailangan niyang galingan pa just just to show itong sa mga supporters niya na hindi sila nagkamali. Okay? Nasuportahan siya. 
Next is si Jisoo, the prettiest face among the group. Lahat naman sa nagaganda, no? Pero personally, for me, siya yung may pinaka-amo, effortless yung kagandahan. So, nagkaroon ako ng greater appreciation kay Jisoo, okay? Because she's not just an unni or an ate of the group, okay? Makikita mo talaga na how she worked hard, okay, para marating yung posisyon kung nasan man siya ngayon nung time na siya ay nag-train pa lamang at ngayon ay member na ng Blackpink. Um, meron akong colleague dati na nung nag-launch itong, nag-debut rather, itong Blackpink, sabi niya, uy, tingnan mo, tingnan mo, yun yung kamukha ni Sandara Park, kanya-kanya si Dara, si Jisoo, eh kasi ano yun eh, um, bias niya si Dara. So, si Jisoo, uy, ang ganda. Eh, maganda naman talaga siya, no? Pero hindi siya yung bias ko. I like her, but hindi siya yung bias ko. Mamaya, share ko sa inyo sila yung bias ko. But yeah, getting back to Jisoo, I like her. Then, a best friend of mine na hopefully in the future makakasama natin dito sa podcast. So, itong best friend ko na si Kay, um, na pinag-uusapan namin, oh, ito sa tingin ko yung aking first episode about Blackpink. Sabi niya, ay, gusto ko, na, gusto ko si Jisoo na share niya. So, ngayon, na-curious ako, bakit kaya nila nagugustuhan si Jisoo? Kasi nga, diba, hindi naman ako blink, hindi ako Blackpink fan, hindi ako masyado updated sa kanilang live, sa kanilang mga shows, no? Um, ngayon na-curious ako, hmm, what's with Jisoo na talaga namang na-enjoy siya ng mga taong close sa akin. So, seeing sa docu- parang seeing her sa documentary, somehow nagkaroon ako ng glimpse of what she's like. Nakakalungkot, no? Na parang may mga taong tinatawag siyang monkey. Kasi hindi daw siya maganda. Parang plastic po ba ang kanilang mga mata? <laughs> I don't know ha, pero kasi kahit nung pinakita yung picture niya nung bata siya, parang maganda naman si Bebe Girl. Ano nang pinagsasabi nilang monkey-monkey? Kung monkey si Jisoo, ano na lang kaya ako, diba? <laughs> Yun, diba? So, anyway, may mga tao talagang wala lang. Trip lang talaga nilang mga insulto kasi part na yun ang sistema nila. Mm. Kaya respetuhin na lang natin kung ano man yung trip nila. So, getting back, ayan, eto na, eto na. Dito na, pag-usapan na natin ang life ng aking bias. Oh, so, ang aking bias po, yung pipili man ako sa Blackpink, ang aking favorite person would be Rose. So, si Rose kasi, mas lalo ko siya nagustuhan nung nagkaroon siya ng collaboration sa, wow, I forgot what award show was that, but with 10CM, with Chanyol, ayan. Sobrang gustong, 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 gusto ko yung kanta niya. Gustong, gusto ko yung boses niya. And, ayun, kumata siya, Akatiti, ah. Diba? <laughs> Ang ganda ng boses ni Bebe Girl. At since then, talagang sobrang, oh, I'm cheering for this girl. I hope, one time, one day, magkaroon siya ng kanyang single or kanyang solo album. Kasi nagkakaroon naman ng solo album sa mga group, no? So, sabi ko, oh, na-excite ako. So, for me, kung mahahalin tulad ko siya sa mga iba't-ibang YG artists, for example, Rose is like the song of Big Bang. Alam mo yun, The Voice. Um, for 21, she's like, boom, park boom. And uh, for winner, for me, parang si Rose, si Yoon. 
ang aking baby boy. So, ayan, as you can see, no, mahilig ako sa mga vocals, uh, mga vocalist. So, sobrang, uh, grabe, ang ganda ng boses ng batang ito. And I really do hope na siya ay magkaroon na ng solo album very, very soon. And nung pinanood ko yung documentary, I remember there are moments na talagang inuulit-ulit-ulit-ulit ko yung mga scenes kung saan siya yung nagsasalita o siya yung fini-feature. Diba? Lala na yung pajama news niya. Sobrang, ah, ang kit-kit ng baby girl na ito. I love her. I love everything about her. I love how, ano siya eh, parang, how I feel na hindi siya pretentious. Parang, kung ano siya, yun siya. Vulnerable siya, iiyak siya, iiyak siya. I-share niya opinions niya. And, mas lalo kong na-inlove sa kanya nung na-feel ko how much she misses her family in New Zealand, how much she loves her parents so much, and the decision of hers to quit school and start training with YG, hindi naman masasabi, totally nakaka-relate ako, but nakaka-relate ako in a sense na I am an OFW, I live in the UAE, and my family, okay, my, my mom and my dad who just passed away last August, we're in Davao. So, parang, when I hear and saw her cry and sharing about about her family, parang, naiyak din ako nun. Oh, naiyak ko na ako ngayon. I mean, I remember that because I miss my family so much and there's no single day na hindi ko sila naiisip. So, parang, I imagine, no, she's just 16 when she flew to Korea and she was so young. The time that I left home, left as in like to become independent away from my family I was already 22 years old and and we say that time was 16 or 17 so parang she was so young and I can't even imagine myself being far away from my family at that age kasi nga diba 22 ako nung naging independent though itong independence ko for some it is also young no? but for me that, that's, that's the time I started and parang Imagine for a 17 or 16-year-old kid. Sorry, I'm going to call her kid. To be away from the family and being under the pressure of debut and of training and fame and everything, okay? Na, na package para maging K-pop idol. Grabe. Saludo. Saludo ako. As in, saludo ako. So, I really like the part na trying her best to write. I remember Teddy... Um, told in an interview doon sa documentary na si Rosage, she has so many stories sa kanyang mind and eto pa lang si Rosage, has so many attempts of producing and writing a song well, bago natin i-touch yung topic na yan, I just want to put this um, mga quote-unquote, mga cheka-cheka tungkol sa Blackpink na Ah, kaya hindi sila nakaka-release pa ng album kasi wala naman nagko-compose sa kanila. Kesyo-kesyo ganyan. I mean, let's be honest, may mga ganun nagsasabi. ba? Si Teddy lang kasi nakarelay sila kay Teddy kung magpaproduce ng song. So apparently, marami pa lang nakabangkong kanta. It so happened, they are picking the right songs and very meticuloso sila sa pagpili ng mga kantang i-release nila sa market. So getting back to that producing a song, writing a song, apparently... Rosé is doing that. Diba? May part doon na she's trying, she has this melody in her mind. Pinarinig niya sa mga producers. Then she ha- hummed over the song. 
kahit wala pang lyrics, alam mo yung parang, oh my, the song is so good. Bakit hindi pa niya nare-release? And to think ha, parang napaka-humble pa ni Rose. I- I'm not sure if she's just being perfectionist or being cruel to herself, but my God, this kid. <laughs> Sobra. Doon ako lalong na-inlaw sa kanya. And I already knew from my heart na parang, ah, okay, I knew it. I knew it. She's really bias-worthy for me. She's really my bias if I have to choose a Blackpink. Okay? Kahit hindi na siguro ako mag-stand ng Blackpink, sorry sa mga nakikinig na Blink, I mean, I love their songs. Kung hindi man ako mag-stand ng Blackpink, definitely I will stand Rose. Whether she's part of Blackpink or have her own solo album. And that is something that I look forward to in the future. Oh. In lang, la lang. Gusto ko lang i-share sa inyo how much I love Rosé because of this documentary. And kung meron mang linya sa documentary na Black Peak Light Up the Sky na talaga namang tumatak sa akin, that would be Rosé's line kung saan sinabi niya na, I think when things get faster, it also becomes very overwhelming at some points. And I like during the time na sinabi niya yung mga words na yan, those exact words, ang pinakita is yung real world or real things na nangyayari behind the camera, behind the stages, kung paano sila exhausted sa kanilang performance, but then they're still trying their best Okay, to put the best foot forward at paligayahin yung mga fans na nandoon para suportahan sila. Same goes nung nag-Coachella sila. Jesus, that time was sick pala. But then, no, yung performances, hindi mo may isip na meron siyang nararamdaman. So, I love their professionalism. And at the same time, I love how they became so real in my eyes nung napunod ko yung documentary na yan. Now, the verdict. Sa tingin ko ba is worth recommending ba itong Blackpink Light Up the Sky documentary sa Netflix? Whether you're a Blackpink fan or hindi? Well, my answer will be yes. I guess whether you're a Blink or just a K-pop fan or maybe kahit hindi ka fan ng music or something, this is worth watching. Kasi dito mo marirealize na... Tao rin, tao rin ang mga idols, tao rin yung mga sikat na tao. And they have different stories to share. Nagkataon lang na in this documentary, ang feature is Blackpink. So, mas nagkaroon tayo ng eyes and ears <laughs> sa kanilang real life. And mas na-appreciate natin ang unique stories ng each individual. Yun na may nakakatawa eh. And that makes the documentary unique by itself. And siguro, kung ikaw eh hindi fan ng Blackpink but you're a fan of a different girl group or boy group, siguro, siguro, girl group, sabihin na natin, ang uh, Izone, G-Idol, Red Velvet, Itzy, di ba? Yung mga ganong girl groups, di ba? Fan ka or twice. Kahit they are unique from each other, masasabi ko na lahat sila eh, may mga struggles na pinagdadaanan as an idol. Yung pressure na once on debut ka, kailangan maging consistent ka. You're always on the top, di ba? You have to think of ways na 
paano ka maging relevant at mamimaintain mo kung ano man ang popularity na meron ka. It, it's hard, okay? Parang siguro kung iisipin ng mga tao, ah, madali lang yan. Pabaga, basta talented ka, it's okay, no? But in reality, for me, the way I see it, mas madali pang mag-debut kesa mag-stay ka sa industry. Kasi yung mga challenges really begin the moment na you step outside the realm. Mm-mm. And it happens to not just idols, but to, for me personally, I guess, to everyone, especially in the entertainment industry. So, yeah. Ang dami ko ng koda. Gusto ko lang sabihin sa inyo, go and watch it. Why not? <laughs> anyway, maraming salamat sa lahat ng mga nakinig at nakatapos ng aking episode 1 dito sa Anyong Chikay. So, I'm so excited na ginagawa ko to ngayon and I look forward ha sa inyong mga opinions o hindi kaya mga suggestions kung meron kayong mga topic na gustong i-cover. Please do follow me on my social media accounts. I'm a I'm available. Ano ba? Business. <laughs> hindi, pwede nyo po kumahanap sa Instagram. Hanapin nyo lamang is chikaid. It's C-H-I-K-A-Y-D-E-E o hanapin nyo ang anyong chikay. So, doon nyo na kayo follow para sa mga updates. Anyway, thank you so much for being with me today and have a nice day. Anyong chikay.